Welcome back once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's the idea of manhood, episode 36. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please spread the word. Please uh, share, comment, um, you know, rate, review the podcast. It's very, very important. I just put in my um I just put in a few applications for me to to do a live podcast or be a panelist or be a feature speaker at uh, DC Podfest, which is like a podcast convention that's uh, taking place in DC in November. And, you know, I don't have, um, you know, of course I do this recreationally. I'm not doing this to make any money uh, at this point. Um, you know, so I, I put it out there and, you know, I, I, I don't have like a huge following. I don't have, you know, all these things, but, you know, I put it out there because I do feel as if my content is unique. I feel as if my delivery is unique and I feel like uh, I have a, a, a something for people to hear outside of, uh, you know, outside of my circle of friends. So, um, yeah, I say all that to say, please review, please comment, please you know, rate it. If you hate it, put a one star on iTunes. If you love it, give me five. If you're not sure, do whatever you got to do. But thank you so much for tuning in. Um, so last week, thank you. This is episode what, 36? I said 36, right? 36. Uh, last week was the Father's Day episode you weren't expecting. And I had a great Father's Day. You know, for Father's Day, you know, I told you all I need a little break. So I took a break and I went out for one night you know, the daytime going to the night, I went out to a day party, a couple events here throughout the city and had a great time. You know, it was, it was good. It was short, but it was fun. And then the next day on Father's Day, actually on Sunday, my son had a baseball tournament. So we were out there and just got to relax. I got some roti. My wife bought me some roti from Teddy's Roti Shop. And uh, if you're looking for roti, Trinidadian food in D.C., um, tr- uh, Teddy's is the best. Please believe that. Um, yeah, so I got a lot of people. Uh, I, I got some. I got some action on the podcast episode last week. Uh, I saw podcast and color retweeted it. The Good Men's Project retweeted it. Um, getting some, getting some, getting some shine out there. But it was a real episode, and a lot of people share with me that you know dads feel this way, moms feel this way, parents feel this way, and it's absolutely true. Um, you know, <clears throat> speaking of, you know, there's, I actually am in, in this very moment, I'm in a, 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 a dialogue, I should say, a conversation on Facebook right now because my man, uh, my man Sakinya, my boy, SK, I had to use the government, um, he posted an article, I, I'm not going to pull it up, just going to speak up memory, he posted an article about relationships and it was an article about men and 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 it was a series of tweets from a man about how some men might uh, engage in a relationship um, in, in a way that sometimes leaves women feeling confused or, you know, have women speaking that mantra that, you know, there's no good men out there and men are all trying to do this and that and whoever this guy was captured the sentiment of of a lot of men in regards to you know just certain things about relationships i'm not going to go into detail because the devil's in the detail and it's not really that important uh it is important but you know in terms of this conversation 
this conversation is really about like, um, you know, I just noticed a lot recently where online, um, online mostly, uh, there is a narrative out there that I'm hearing from a lot of women. Um, I don't say, yeah, from, I'll just say from a lot of women. I won't go into the different demographics, but I, I see I see a narrative from a lot of women that are that that's when it comes to any time a man is speaking about. I could go on on a limb and say anything, but I'll say specifically when men speak on their perspective on family, on relationships, on, you know, marriage, on parenting, on um, feeling, feelings in general, you know, whenever a man expresses a lot of times that men express themselves on these topics, I've just noticed that there are some women that are quick to really you know, immediately come and, and, uh, discredit, dismiss the, the comments in a way that doesn't really encourage the conversation to continue. Um, and from my perspective, you know, the, the magic happens in the dialogue, in the conversation, in the exchange, if both parties are willing and able and in a space mentally and open enough to to sit through the discomfort to to learn and hear what the other side is saying. And so part of the reason I started this podcast was because, you know, I would talk to you know, other guys, or I would talk to women, whether married or single, colleagues, friends, my own family, my wife, uh, you know, single girlfriends that I've had. And I would talk about, well, I don't know that they would talk to me about men or their relationships, whatever their perspective is and why their husband's doing this, why their dad's doing this. And and I would give my perspective, like, well, you know, and they would always be like, really? You think so? Like, oh, I didn't even think about that. And many times, like, my my angle is women are so clueless about many of the internal processes that men go through because of social media, because of what we all think we know about men and even men, what men think they know about women. A lot of times men and women on the out the outlier, not even out, on the, on the outside are so against hearing from the other side that they lose in the long run they lose out on the dialogue and so you know i just noticed that a lot of times i'll post something on my thread on my facebook page and about not even i don't really go the route of like um i don't really go the route of of dismissing women's perspective. I don't go the route of diminishing women's perspective. 
I don't go the route of saying, oh, women ain't ish, you know, whatever. I've never done that. And I don't like that. And I think it's silly. I think it's stupid. Um, my angle has always been when I post things on my page is about empowering men to speak up and talk about and to reflect on our perspectives on things that society isn't used to hearing our perspective on so things like family relationships marriage education like when it comes to those things society in general loosely i'm not talking about every situation but loosely society hasn't had the opportunity to really hear about a man's perspective and so because the voices the 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 voices are so loud in the women's area so you know you got oprah's you got all the daytime shows even the folks like steve harvey and dr phil and you know all of the some of the men that speak in that medium are speaking with the women's angle and that's fine because you know you got to speak to whoever your audience is but um what i notice is that women that were married, women that were relationships, women that were single, just were really, really clueless about how men process information. Whether we are right or wrong, don't we, don't we recognize that whether either side is right or wrong doesn't matter? Don't we recognize that? It doesn't matter if, of, if, if what we end up, uh, what we end up saying or the narrative that we end up adopting we don't it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong that's absolutely like that doesn't even matter what matters is the process by which we get to whatever our point is and so you know women in general are so quick to dismiss a man's perspective on whatever the topic is it's great like and, and, and i've really tried to because Women now are like, everything is like, you know, you know, everybody, like everybody's a superhero now. Everybody knows everything about social constructs. Everybody knows everything about family dynamics and about uh, social development and psychosocial development. Like everybody, like all of these conversations that are happening uh, in social media now and about Lemonade and, um, you know, Beyonce's album and about black girls rock and why it's important and black lives matter all these things are uh conversations that's been happening for decades in the fields of psychology and sociology and uh family development and, and psychosocial development and that's my background right and so these are conversations that we've been having for years you know all throughout our schooling and then decades before we were even thought of and so now, because social media makes everybody think they're an expert, everybody's speaking on things and jumping out the window when they speak about it. So everybody's coming up, boom, as soon as you write something, you type something like, well, you know, I don't know if this is as simple as it looks on the surface. Like, rah, what are you, what are you crazy? You know what I'm saying? And, and the way that people respond to it, to me, is very reflective of their perspective of the person that they're talking to or the group that they're talking to. So I'll give I'll give two quick examples. So yesterday, a friend of mine uh, on Facebook posted an article, posted an article about Michael Jackson. And he had some new allegations that came out in the New York Post, I think, in the New York Post, 
about, um, you know, there were some more allegations of, of, of child pornography and how he had all these weird drawings and, and so on. Uh, that they found in his dungeon or house or something, right? And so I'm reading through the comments. So I first read, I was like, dang, it's crazy. So I, I, you know, I was like, man, that's this is horrible. Like, you know, that that was my first reaction. Like, man, this is horrible. And so someone on the thread, someone on my friend's thread, their first post, the first post on the thread was, you know, black men. It said black men will cape for anybody something like something to those something to those uh something to that sentiment the sentiment was you know black men like the society or men will cape for other black men regardless of how wrong they are so i'm reading i was like what like I was just like befuddled. Like that's my new that's my new word I stole from Joe Budden, Tax, and Nori. Like I was just like befuddled. I was like, what? Where did black men Michael Jack? Like what? Like first of all, how did black men get involved into this? What? How? When did we all agree now that Michael Jackson is black? I mean, because for like depending on the narrative, like Michael Jackson isn't black. Like he's just there. Like he's just. But when did men? When did manhood come in? Like who? What? Huh? So I responded, not even saying anything about Michael Jackson because my first response to the allegation was like, God, this is horrible. Um, my, I responded, I thought long and hard about it. I was like, I don't really know these people that I was posting, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I was like, you know what? I'm in the day, I'm from the day and, and, and where I am right now, I'm going to post whatever the hell I want to. And how people respond to it is on them. Like, I know that I'm posting from a place, like, I don't post from anger. I don't post from, you know, oh, I'm a get him or post from a place of revenge. I'm just posting from, I just posted something like, whoa, like, where did, you know, how did black men get involved in this? You know, as a black man, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's not like I'm a white guy speaking on behalf of black men. As a black man, I'm like, whoa. Where did black men come into play with this? Like, I, I don't feel like that's fair. I don't think that that's a fair correlation to make. I think those are my exact words. I don't know if that's a fair correlation to make. Black men has nothing to do with this. You know, I put in the quote parentheses, quoting what this person quoted. You know, black men have nothing to do with this. And so from there, it was on. All the women on the thread and some men on the thread, not even... Uh, you know, all the women on the men on the thread, some of the men on the like just can't rah rah. You don't understand uh, privilege, rah, 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 rah. and uh, you know, if you're coming from a place of manhood, then you have to understand what it feels like. And I hope that every man that has a wife and has a daughter understand what it feels like to feel that. And I'm like, yo, what? What is going on? And so I was just like, I was just like, I was reading it and just like shaking my head because, you know, I know that the energy that I put into the post was so like, not even, I wasn't defending me as a black man. Cause I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was, I, I'm just like, yo, this is not fair. And the barrage of, of, of condescension, the condescending tone of everybody's responses, the women's response was just like, really 
Like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it warranted that strong of a response, but all right, peace and God bless. And so moving to today in another similar way, my boy SK put a post on there, the post I was talking about earlier. And in the same light, I just put out there like, you know, boom, I really agree with this. I think that this guy, whoever wrote these series of tweets was right on. Um, I was like, but I know that women are going to read this and they're going to think like, oh, this is BS or these are excuses or whatever they are. And sure enough, here come all the women. Oh, this is, this sounds like excuses to me. Oh, oh, this is BS. I don't even want to address it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just, I just don't know how constructive that is. You know, I don't know who or how women have ascended to this level of not being wrong when it comes to speaking their mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that my wife and I used to have arguments, not arguments, but we used to talk all the time about, you know, I would tell her, you know, be honest, like speak up, like in a relationship, whatever the issue is, like speak up, like you have to speak your truth. Now, you know, just because you speak your truth doesn't mean that I'm going to agree. So if you if you choose to speak up and I say, uh, 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 I don't agree, that doesn't mean then that you stop speaking. That just means that you just have to be a little bit more explicit or explain or be prepared to have a dialogue. Right. And so I feel like women have been trained through society's molding to just say what they have to say and just assume that everybody around them is going to be on board for it. And when you don't, then the barrage of insults come the you know the you know they try to 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 take away your masculinity by saying oh you're just being too sensitive or you're pmsing now and, uh, all this stuff and so i mean i honestly think that in certain aspects of these in certain you know in certain dialogues and certain conversations when it comes to men and women or men versus women. I don't like men versus women. I like to use men and women and men and women when they're in a dialogue. I oftentimes I want to be very honest. I don't think women play fair. I do not think I'm making an, I'm making a, 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 a specific assertion when it comes to certain dialogues about certain topics that involve like that socio-emotional space, um, I don't think women play fair. And I don't, I think that women have been, you know, uh, I, I feel like women have been, um, almost, I can't, I don't want to say it. That sounds, I blame Oprah one, you know, I've always blamed Oprah <clears throat> because as awesome as Oprah is and, and as, a, as a mogul and a conglomerate as she is, I feel that she has given women the, um, the false pretense that just because they feel it or just because they say it, that it's true. And not only that, that if someone disagrees with you, then they are trying to somehow smother you or somehow like, uh, 
or somehow like uh, take power away from you because <clears throat> they disagree with you and that you have to speak your truth regardless of how your truth um, I, I feel as if Oprah has taught women to share their truth regardless regardless if their truth brushes up directly against someone else's truth specifically a man's truth um and i just think it's so destructive uh and and i would never and and, and some of the things i'm saying right now are a little facetious but i really think that um i feel as if women when it comes to some of these conversations, especially when it comes to men and relationships and men in roles that are traditionally seen as uh, more feminine, you know, so for, for example, parenting, you know, women think that they've cornered the market on all things parenting. You know what I'm saying? So if you go against a woman on anything regards to parenting, they're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm a woman. I know everything about parenting. You know what I'm saying? If you talk to a woman about relationships, oh, I've been single for 10 years. You can't tell me anything. I can't learn anything from you because I'm a woman and I've experienced this and only bad things have been done to me and this is how I feel and deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I've always thought that that line of thinking is so whack and so counterproductive and so like limiting. Um, the, the truth of the matter is this. The truth is this, in 2016, and as time continues to move forward, uh, I think men are <clears throat> learning from you, from women. This is what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? I think like men are learning from women to be more expressive uh, in ways that women can hear. Please believe that men are expressive. Uh, men are expressive in the language that women can't understand. Um, men might be more physically expressive. Men might be more internally expressive. And that is such a thing, uh, you know, which is, you know, which why, you know, you see men dying when they're 46 years old from heart attacks because we're expressing to ourselves. Um, but I think that men are learning from your guidance, women, from the helps of the Oprah's and the Brene Brown's and, you know, um, a lot of these educators out here and from our parents and from seeing the mistakes that our dads made and our uncles made and seeing the relationships that our moms were in and our cousins and aunts were in. We're learning from that, that, you know what? We need to be more expressive, that we need to, you know, we need to be able to speak the language that more people can hear, that our women can hear, that our mothers can hear, that our sisters can hear. And you know, it's like women aren't ready for that. You know, like they're in general. I'm speaking in very broad strokes right here. So don't jump out the window. But, uh, you know, women aren't prepared for that. Women aren't prepared for for men to come out and talk about their struggles with parenting or to come out and talk about how their wife or their baby's mother uh, makes mistakes when it comes to, uh, when it comes to parenting or when it comes to raising a kid or when it comes to, you know, whatever decisions in their relationship. Um, and as a result, I see this ebb and flow. 
I see this ebb and flow. I see men wanting to cross the line and be a little bit more expressive and being stomped on by a woman in conversation or on social media and then going back and be like, well, you know what, F it. I'm going to go back to my old ways. Forget it. You don't, whatever. You don't want to hear it. Um, and all I'm saying is that what this, what this entire podcast is about is the idea of manhood, that we have to be able to express what that idea is. We cannot depend on celebrities and we can't depend on our mothers and our aunties and our grandmothers to give us the idea of manhood. We have to be able to express it ourselves and we're going to have to do it. Uh, we're going to have to do it in a way that is probably going to step on toes. That's going to get women rolling their eyes. Oh, you don't even understand. Oh, I have it so much harder than you. You know, women think that they have the corner, the, the market covered when it comes to being oppressed. And oppressed people are the most sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Oppressed people are the most sensitive when it comes to, you know, people that are in the majority telling them what's right or what's wrong or just their opinion. You know what I'm saying? And the more and more we get into these national conversations about race and about whose lives matter, um, the more I'm just starting to really process the constructs of oppression and having an oppressed mind state and uh, and thinking as and acting as a minority. So whatever you are a minority in, um, whatever whatever category you're a minority in, you know, Acting as that minority can impact how you interact with the majority. How much power you give that majority is going to impact whatever dialogue, whatever communication you're having. So all that to say is that, you know, guys, you know, I think it's, you know, I think it's time. It's time and it's been time that we become better and more expressive in our communication. Um, and to do that, we're going to have to, uh, I think we're going to have to, it's going to be a surprise to the women in our lives because they're not used to it. You know what I'm saying? I could imagine that this is how a lot of black folks felt when a lot of these white folks started becoming more liberal. You know, everybody wasn't a racist around them. Like, oh, they're going to re- they're going to respond to the white people like, oh, you a racist. You know, until the white people come like, look, I'm on your side, yo. Like, I'm, I'm here to battle with you. That's not me. That doesn't mean I'm trying to be black. That doesn't mean I'm trying to erase your experience. I'm just trying to help you. We can work together. Da, 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 da. And I'm assuming that those black folks at that time were like, I'm going to give you the side eye. I'm going to give you the side eye. But those white people had to be a little bit, you know, insistent that, you know, no, I'm here. Like, I'm really here. Like, I'm really here to help. Like, 
yeah, my prejudice and my privilege might get in the way of certain conversations. It might impact how I process certain things. It might impact some words I have to use and choose wisely when I'm speaking with you. But in general, I'm here to help and I want to help, but I'm not going to stop helping until, you know, until it works together. I think that men and women have to be the same thing. Women, you know, are the minority, so to speak, not in number, but in status in the United States for better or for worse. And I think that for so long, women have had to have their guards up when it comes to men and communication and parenting. And they've had to do and shoulder much of that responsibility on their own and deal with the uh, with the nurturing of their family on their own and deal with relationship woes on their own. And they think that men break up with women and just go out and sleep with everybody and have a good time and don't have feelings and just break up and lie and do all these things. And now when men are saying like, no, that's not actually how it works. You know, I don't process information like you lady, but here's how I process it. They're probably looking at us like, really, really is it? until we have to kind of break them down with consistency. We got to break women down with consistent communication and incessant and expressive communication and sharing what we feel, whether they agree with it or not. Eventually, they're going to learn that, yo, okay, they might even come to you. Yo, how do, how do you feel about this? Like, how do you, you want to raise our kids? That's a decision that a lot of times women just make on their own because they feel as if they have to because their moms had to and their grandmoms had to so they feel as if they have to but men nowadays in 2016 aren't really having that and so when a man is like uh wait i don't agree with that i don't think that we should allow our daughter to wear makeup at an early age you know women are like what you don't have a say in this you know what i'm saying um and I think, man, it's our job to be like, uh, yeah, I do. You know what I'm saying? I know it's not what your dad did. You know, I know it's not what your uncle did and, and all that. But, you know, it's what I'm going to do. And it's the precedent that I'm setting for my family and for our community and for the future uh, of, of our, you know, of us and, and our growth. Um, so I, I just, you know... I don't want to toe the line too much. I want to be definitive of what I'm saying. And I want to be clear that, um, you know, men, the idea of manhood is shifting. You know what I'm saying? I think in general, a lot of men and women's roles will remain very consistent throughout time when it comes to, you know, protection and when it comes to, um, you know, taking care and, you know, some of the, some of those things. The men and women roles might not change that much historically, but in some of the nuances of our daily interactions, uh, you know, parenting when it comes to relationships, I think that men, the idea of manhood is, is, is shifting a bit. And uh, we just have to be prepared to continue talking to women, continue uh, not defending ourselves, um, and, and, you know, not defending because then you got to be defensive, but just being assertive and saying, this is how I feel and this is why. And being able to explain that. I think that we have to do a better, continue doing a good job with that and do a better job as time goes on. So um, with that said, thank you for tuning in. I know I just jumped in the mix and started chatting, but I was feeling it and it was happening in the moment. So I figured, you know, let me hop on the mic and, and, and talk it through with my peoples. Um, but y'all have a great week. It's the Idea of Manhood, episode 36. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
and I'll holler at you later. <laughs>